Good evening, everybody. Hello, wherever you are. This is Small Screen Stories. So, what is Small Screen Stories? This is a, a show, a daily show, where I go over all the news of the day in the world of entertainment and pop culture. And today, there's been a lot of news. So let's get, let's just get straight into it. So I'm going to kick off um, today with uh, it's quite a difficult story to talk about, and it's to do with Ray Fisher. And in particular, Ray Fisher and uh, his allegations, the, the allegations that he's made against Warner Media and in particular, Joss Whedon. So this has kind of been rolling on for quite some time now. And um, Ray Fisher has spoken about this actually kind of at length now for, for quite some time. But he did an interview with Forbes recently. And during this, in this interview, he, he made quite a lot of claims. So, but there's really one one quote, sorry, in particular that really stood out to me, and that was this one. What set my soul on fire and forced me to speak out about Joss Whedon this summer was my becoming informed that Josh had ordered that the complexion of an actor of color be changed in post-production because he didn't like the color of their skin tone. Man, with everything 2020's been, that was the tipping point for me. So... Um, I've actually been talking to a lot of people in 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 the industry and uh, people that uh, that work on movies that have worked in movies on the past that actually do um, what is called color correction and uh, on on movies about this and um, and they're kind of a bit perplexed by by this quote because a lot of people a lot of people in the industry say well it really it really depends on on on. There's so much that 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 this in this story, and it really does depend on what the scene is in particular, whether it does need color correction. Because sometimes, um, and one person in, in particular told me that sometimes it does. You you do require to um, to make some people lighter in certain scenes that are, are quite dark, and it they I mean they said it does happen it actually happens more often than we think because movies now there is a tendency especially with comic books some comic book movies especially in the DC um, EU which was pointed out to me quite specifically that they said that um, there are a lot a lot of scenes that are so dark that with actors with a certain skin complexion it is actually necessary to light, lighten the the the, the it's such a difficult thing to talk about but the uh, their complexion so that they so so that they pop more and that that's something that does happen in the industry but the thing is um the, the thing is with Ray Fisher he's been talking about this now for so long that he's and he's experienced this a lot of this personally, I think, and it's it's very it's so personal to him, and it's so important to him. He's called, he's been backed up by people like Jason Momoa, and uh, he's been talking about um, you know he, he's been talking that again. If you if you read the uh, honestly read the Forbes interview because he says a lot of stuff in there, and you think God, was this really happening? Because I knew it was bad, and you know a lot of people were saying that these allegations were out there, especially against Joss Whedon, that he was apparently gross towards people on set as well, that he was just difficult to work with. A lot of this does, though, come from Ray Fisher and Ray Fisher in particular, and it's um, it's something that I'm actually surprised. I was actually quite surprised to see that he he uh, he agreed to, first off he agreed to do the interview or he probably asked to do the interview I don't know but I found it really surprising that this came out now because he's currently filming doing additional photography on Justice League with Zack Snyder and it, and he hadn't said anything for a while so I was kind of thinking 
oh, well, he's kind of, he's quietening down now because there is an investigation into Warner Media about how certain people at the very top of the company involved with this, um, with the DC Comics movies in particular, were acting. Um, the, the, uh, Ray Fisher is claiming that they were racist. And it's a big, the thing is, it's a big statement to say, and you really do need proof. And reading the article, there isn't that much in there. It's, it's, it's a lot of, um, it's a lot of I heard from another person. And it, it, it does get quite difficult when that, ha when that starts to happen. I mean, we're probably further down the line, we're probably going to get Ray Fisher coming out with all sorts of um, proof and, um, and other people are going to come out as well uh, in support of him and say, this did happen to me. And that, if it is really the case, that needs to happen. But that's also what the investigation is for that's going into Warner Media at, 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 at the moment. And I'm actually surprised that Ray Fisher said anything because the investigation, there is a new investigation. And it's like, it's a really difficult place to be because of course he wants to talk about this. Of course he has to talk about it. It is really important. You know, but the, the, the other thing is that in a lot of cases, I mean, imagine, imagine if you were the person working with Joss Whedon on that. And um, I, th I, believe, I do believe there's an article up on, cin on Cinema Blend at the moment uh, um, with the person specifically talking about what happened and and they say that that's not the case which is why you know I've been looking into this kind of all day now and um, and and of course yesterday night I think I think it broke yesterday um, late for me but it, it's it's a really difficult uh, story to talk about and it's a really kind of it, it's ongoing it, it, it's something that keeps on going that keeps on the Ray Fisher he has been talking about it a lot but I am personally quite surprised that this has come out come out now, especially at this point now where they're currently filming, you know, that the the Zack Snyder's uh, cut of Justice League. But it it is important. It is something that needs to be addressed. It seems to, I mean, this there there are investigations going on. If they come out to then be, they say, well, nothing happened. Maybe I mean, it's really difficult because what do you do? Do you keep on going? Is it? You know, it is. He, Ray Fisher does point out that a lot of um, black actors' roles in the movie were either severely cut, as his as his as his uh, cyborg role was, or were just removed entirely. For instance, Iris West isn't in the movie at all, but um, and they're reportedly going to be in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Then again, Zack Snyder's Justice League is four hours long. So there's more room for that sort of storytelling. Whereas, I mean, the Justice League, I think it was like two hours. So they could have they could have included all of that in there. And of course, Zack Snyder wanted to include all of that. And when he left, they were, I suppose, they were looking to kind of tighten it up. Even though, the, the again, I've said this multiple times, the final film is not good. The final Justice League movie is not good. Even though they focused on, like, they really did focus on Batman, uh, Wonder Woman, and Superman, and to a certain extent, the Flash. There's a bit of the Flash stuff in there. There's very little cyborg. That that is true. There is very little cyborg, and that's something that is a problem because cyborg is is meant to be one of the Justice League, and we've actually see very little from him in the movie. There was a lot of stuff in the trailers that didn't end up in the in the final cut of the movie. Hopefully, we're going to see all of this in Zack Snyder's Justice League. But I'm just really this interview. I would I would if you're interested in this, if this is something that interests you and you want to learn more about this and see what Ray Fisher has to say, read read the interview. But also reading between the lines. Unfortunately, as far as I can tell, and I've read it a couple times now, it is a lot of hearsay. It is a lot of I heard from this person and this per. 
the, these people haven't spoken out yet. Maybe it's because they feel that they can't, because you know Warner Media is a massive company in the industry. But this is a this is a big story. It's probably a developing story. You're probably going to see more about this in the future. So bear with me on that one. But what do you guys think of this? Did you read the article? What do you think of Ray Fisher's? Basically, he's hit out at Joss Whedon again. What do you think of what he's been saying? Let me know in the comments below. Right, moving on. And moving on to James Gunn. So this is actually really, this is quite interesting to me because he, of course, is directing The Suicide Squad. And he recently revealed in a, in a very big interview in Empire Magazine. So this, this, this month's issue of Empire Magazine is a Suicide Squad special. So he actually revealed uh, during, uh, during that interview that he was hired back at Marvel just one day after, an, after the Suicide Squad was announced, which, um, I mean, thinking back to what happened, all the, you know, all those, it was a couple of years ago now, it was, it was quite a big deal what was happening because uh, basically, uh, sorry, not Zack Snyder, uh, James Gunn was fired because of uh, tweets uh that came out that you know that they weren't good and they were they were made a while ago but he he had apologized for them in the past but no he ended up marvel and disney saying well disney in particular saying we're gonna have to cut ties with him so then he went off started talking to dc comics uh, well warner brothers in particular and then it was announced that um that he was directing the justice league uh, sorry not the justice league it's <laughs> that he was uh, he was directing the suicide squad and after that, it was actually quite a while after um, it was announced that he would also be coming back to direct Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. However, he knew and Marvel knew months in advance that he was going to be directing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 because they, they literally, he, he said, he's saying that the, he reconnected with Marvel is the word he used. He reconnected with Marvel just one day after it was announced that he was making a Suicide Squad movie, which, um, you know, is it? It, it just shows that this the 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 kind of news cycle we're very delayed <laughs> in what goes on. A lot of things are worked out months before they're officially announced by anybody, which is kind of to be expected because there's a lot of stuff to go over. I suppose there's lots of contract stuff. They, they've got to work out whether he can actually come back and direct it, and they've got to come up with a PR plan as well. Probably also said, well, let's wait a while before we announce this to let the kind of let the whole kind of um, what's the word let the story die out the original story um because uh, after a while i think people did come to their senses and did realize that it was something that was done a long long time well not a long time ago but something that was done in in, in um james gunn's past it wasn't a good thing to you know they weren't funny his tweets and he admitted that as well that he he, he called himself a provocateur, provocateur but it was it's a bit more than that but anyway in the interview he went on to um to reveal that uh he had just had to tell Kevin Feige what he was doing, that he was doing a DC Comics movie. And when he was, when he told Kevin, Mr. Feige, the head honcho over at um, Mar the Marvel Cinematic Universe at Marvel Studios, what he was doing, that he was doing a DC Comics movie, Feige asked him if it was going to be a Superman film. And uh, he just said, please, uh, uh, sorry, James Gunn said, no, it's not going to be Superman, it's going to be Suicide Squad. Feige said, please, please make a good movie just make a great movie and that that uh, to me that just goes to show that all people really care about in this industry is especially making comic book movies we talk a lot about a dc comics and marvel rivalry which does exist of course you know 
they want to make the best movies, but they are also just fundamentally massive comic book fans, and they want to see great comic book movies. They, I mean, that that that's all that matters to them, really. They would like their movies to make more movie, more money than than the other companies' movies, but nobody wants to see a bad comic book movie because they're all working in the same genre, and they want the genre to continue to, that you know, not die out like. Um, <laughs> like the westerns did you know it's, it's something that they want to see they want to keep on pushing and hopefully they'll just get better and better and better but uh what do you guys think of this are you glad well first off are you excited to see the suicide squad movie are you glad that james gunn is back directing guardians of the galaxy volume 3 let me know in the comments below so this next story is also linked to to the, the previous one that it's actually about the suicide squads and apparently it is going to be an r-rated movie this was tweeted by Grace Ranolph that said it was being, it's been confirmed in um, Empire Magazine. So unfortunately, I don't have the this current issue of Empire Magazine at hand. But apparently, in in the in the issue, they do say they confirm that it's going to be an R-rated movie, which is exactly what that film needs to be. Uh, I honestly, it makes complete sense to me. I don't think James Gunn would have agreed to do a Suicide Squad movie unless it was R-rated because he really wants to push the boundaries. This. It's, it probably is the main reason why he agreed to do this film is because he just wants to make he wants to make a very punchy quite probably quite rude quite violent comic book movie that's what he wants to make and that's why he went over to dc comics because they'd allow him to do that so as far as i'm concerned this is great news this is kind of also it, it, it just makes sense and it's something I am so looking forward to seeing the Suicide Squad film. I can't wait to see the Suicide Squad movie. Let me know what you guys think in the comments below. Is this a film you're interested in? Do you think it should be R-rated like me? I really think it should be. Let me know in the comments below. Right, so Letitia Rice has actually been talking about uh, an all-female uh, Avengers movie, which is, hasn't been officially confirmed, but she's been saying that she really wants to see it. And she was talking to Yahoo Entertainment and uh, in that interview, she actually revealed a dream lineup for an all-female um, Avengers movie. And that dream lineup is a pretty good lineup, to be honest. She, she did mention that she'd wanted most of her Black Panther cast to return, or all of them, basically. She said that um, she wanted the likes of Danai Gurria to come back, Lupita Nyong'o, Angela Bassett in an all-female uh, Avengers movie, but she also added that she'd like to see Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie and also Brie Larson's Captain Marvel. She said, I don't, um, I don't think we have to fight for it, the uh, all-female Avengers, Avengers movie. Victoria Alonso is, a very, is very uh, strong about um, spearheading it alongside Kevin. It's, it's only a matter of time before they do it. Definitely have, <clears throat> definitely have to have Captain Marvel, definitely. So Letitia Wright at the moment is in a bit of a, an odd position because it is looking like um, after Chadwick Boseman's passing that she will be the next Black Panther, um, which happened, I mean, uh, she, um, it's, it's, it's something that happens in the comics. It's um, um, Shuri takes, takes the Black Panther mantle. The Black Panther? The Black Panther mantle. <laughs> can't say again but yeah it's definitely it's definitely something that happens in the comics and it's something that i think a lot of the fans would like to see it kind of makes the most logical sense uh, to have her be the next black panther because she would she would be the next in line and um i think it's a good way to kind of honor honor chadwick boseman and honor 
the Black Panther that he was, it would it'd be something that he would definitely want to see. So I think it just makes sense, and I think uh, Marvel's already um, already planned all of that out. What do you guys think? Do you, would you guys like to see an all-female um, Avengers movie? I know a lot of people had issues with that shot in Avengers Endgame of all the female characters, the female Marvel characters all together. I quite liked it, but you know that's just me i thought it was quite fun you have it a lot with kind of the male heroes why don't why not give give the the female heroes the same you know the same sort of why not champion them as well because they're all awesome all those marvel heroes are awesome we all want to see more of them at least i do but let me know your thoughts in the comments below so this next story is again linked to the marvel cinematic universe but it has to do with actually the future of the marvel cinematic universe and more with miles morales so the um the rumor sorry, the scoop comes from Geekosity, and they've been talking about um, how Miles Morales is going to be brought into the MCU, and they're claiming that he's actually going to be a part of the Young Avengers in the MCU, which is actually, according to Mikey Sutton, who's the uh, editor over there at Geekosity, according to him, um, this Young Avengers uh, project is going to be a series on Disney+, and is going to incorporate Miles Morales, which does make sense to me. It makes sense because it's... Um, it's a way of getting the younger characters more involved in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's a way of getting the audience more connected with them, learn more about them, to be more familiar with them. And it's something that uh, I really think people will like to see and will will watch, well, pretty happily. I think I would definitely watch a Marvel, uh, a Young Avengers movie and, uh, sorry, TV show. It's something that I'm, I would really look forward to. And having Miles Morales in there, I think, is a really, really good idea. Is something that makes perfect perfect sense to me uh what do you guys think are you guys excited for this is this a possibility is this something that you want to see let me know in the comments below right moving on and moving on to matthew mcconaughey apparently he revealed that he wanted to play the hulk uh but marvel said no so this is something that kind of made me laugh because this is on a happy sad confused podcast he revealed this he's been talking a lot recently actually he's been doing a lot of interviews but during that interview, he revealed that he he wanted to play the Hulk. But uh, yeah, Marvel turned him down. He didn't specify whether it was before or after Edward Norton, possibly even before Eric Banner's version or before um, uh, Mark Ruffalo took took the role. It was it probably would have been before Mark Ruffalo, I, I'd imagine. Um, but it was a role that he was very interested in, and uh, Marvel didn't seem to see, didn't seem to be on the same wavelength as him, and didn't seem to think that he was a right fit for the role. Even though he's now proven that he's a fantastic actor, he's an Oscar-winning actor. I think he should be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe at some point, but we're just <laughs> we're not at that point yet. I suppose he's still he's still looking for that role, and uh, and I hope one day he's going to get it because uh, I'd really love to see him in the mcu but what do you guys think is that something you'd like to see let me know in the comments below right we're gonna i'm gonna end uh today with uh because it's halloween i thought we might as well talk about some horror movies and uh, there's some news about some horror movies so the first bit of news uh is that the final destination reboot a reboot has been delayed due to the coronavirus pandemic that is something that I've been a fan of um, the the Final Destination movies for quite some time. Well, since the beginning, actually. I think I was far too young when I saw the first Final Destination movie. And it's now on its sixth uh, film, and it's going to be a reboot in the franchise. And the franchise's uh, creator, Reddick, revealed that they they had to push the, the release date because of the coronavirus pandemic. They just haven't been able to do as much work on it as they wanted to, which is annoying. But, um, you know, it's just one of those things at the moment. It seems as though everything's being, uh, being pushed. 
But the second bit of news is that Insidious 5 is officially in the works and that Patrick Wilson is going to direct it. So this is something I'm really, really interested in because I love the Insidious franchise. I think it's a fantastic franchise, probably one of the best horror franchises out there. I think it's just, I think it's really under underappreciated. And I think I, I'm actually really excited to see what Patrick Wilson does with the franchise. This would be, I believe, his directorial debut, which is a pretty big franchise to be uh, to be put in charge of. It's on its fifth movie now, which is uh, you know quite a lot. And he, of course, plays he's one of the main characters in in the franchise. But it's something that I've we've been talking actually quite a lot about Insidious on 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 the website. We're big fans of it, and we've been looking forward to seeing it. And this is going to be a Blumhouse production, so you know that Blumhouse really understands horror and understands how to do it well on a budget. And it's something that I'm just really looking forward to because I really want to see another Insidious movie. And seeing Patrick Wilson get behind the director's get in the director's chair is something that I also really want to see. But um, that's. I will end actually. I'll end uh, because it's Halloween. I've been looking. There's a lot of stuff on the site at the moment about um, Halloween movies to watch, and you go and read all of those because they've been written by some brilliant freelance writers uh, for small screen. But I also wanted to give my little plug for some little bit of a little horror thing at the end of end of the uh, the, the the show and podcast is that something I've been listening to as a podcast is, is actually called Parkdale Haunt. It's a Canadian uh, podcast, and it is absolutely incredible. It's so, so good. If you're looking for something spooky to listen to, or just something spooky in general, I really say this is one of the things you should listen to. Maybe maybe not if you're running in the like early morning when it's quite dark or late at night, because it is quite scary. But it's something that I've had great, great fun listening to, and I just wanted to plug it here on the show because I think it's fantastic and um, I'm not sure if it's over yet uh, I, there are 10, um, 10 episodes so far but it can definitely keep on going and uh, and it's something that I really do recommend but on that note um, I'm going to say goodbye have a great weekend guys uh, again you can follow Small Screen everywhere at Small Screen GB that's on, that's on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook you can also follow me, that's Edward Lauder, at EJ Lauder on Twitter. You can uh, subscribe, that'd be wonderful if you could subscribe. Uh, I do apologize if tonight the stream was a bit laggy. Uh, for some reason I have some internet problems, but you can also listen to this as a podcast if you don't like uh, watching laggy videos on Facebook or YouTube. That's at Small Screen Stories, and that will sound, um, that won't be laggy. <laughs> and uh, I really, I'll release that tomorrow morning but thank you very much for watching and listening guys and I'll see you next week thanks a lot, goodbye